0: Hey guys! Happy Tuesday. Brian Davis and Denny Sibley here, founders of Spark Rental. So glad that you guys are joining us today. Keep us posted about your questions and comments as we talk through this very personal <laughs> topic about real <laughs> estate investing. Uh, sure. You know, when your spouse is not on board and and you you are enthusiastic about real estate investments, but your spouse has some cold feet. So you know, Denny and I have both experienced this firsthand with with our spouses. So, yeah, Denny, I understand that your husband is uh, a little wary about uh, real estate investments, even though you've spent your entire career in real estate.
1: Yeah, only because, you know, lately, the way the market's been and the interest rates. And so, yeah, for the first time, he's very skeptical.
0: Well, I I understand that completely. Let's talk through some of the ways that you even open this conversation with a skeptical or reluctant spouse when it comes to real estate investing.
1: Absolutely. Just out of curiosity, how is how is your wife with this whole idea? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're she... going to be real transparent here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, my my wife Katie hates being a landlord, which I get. You know, I started my career in rental properties and then in, in specifically in lending actually around fixer uppers and uh, purchase rehab loans. But so I had a, a portfolio of rental properties when I met Katie and she saw how miserable managing some of those properties was and some of the headaches that come along with landlording. You know, we had, you know, Danielle, I've told you this story before where, you know, it was like a, a very early date when I was first dating Katie. Um, and you know, we're hanging out on the couch watching a movie or something. It's nine or 10 o'clock at night and there's a boom, 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 bang at the door and there's a, there's a tenant who doesn't speak English and he's there with a translator and, you know, at, at our, my home, you know, my, my, my personal residence oh. interrupting us you know, unannounced. And yeah, I mean, it's, that's the kind of stuff that really turned Katie off <laughs> from real estate investing. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> but she has come to really appreciate uh, passive real estate syndications uh, because you don't have any of those landlording headaches and you don't have uh, and you don't have a lot of the same risks that come with single family rentals or very small multifamily rentals and we'll talk more about um, some of those risks and how you know, larger real estate syndications can actually minimize a lot of those risks in a few minutes. but before we get jump in and start talking about risk. Let's just start from the beginning, Denny, about you know, how, to, how to even broach this, this conversation with your spouse.
1: Well, I think one of the first things is you need transparency. I like that word today. <laughs> so <laughs> Communication is key in a marriage period, but definitely sure. when it comes to finances and money and things like that. So you have to remember to talk talk about your goals talk about things that you want to do in the future do you both want to travel do you you know all the things that you want to do um and make sure that you're very transparent and open and honest and that you're both ready to hear the other one. It's not always about talking. Sometimes you just got to hear. So listen no to the fears. Don't negate them. But listen to them because these are ways that you can discuss, well, you know, there is this risk, but then there it's less than this or so forth and so on. So that that's super important is communication. Yeah. You definitely want to change your attitude instead of like we need to do this (laughs) (laughs) period (laughs) you want to get them excited like because you're doing it together and I think that is also important I think so often in relationships you have somebody who's really excited and the other one is a little afraid and Sometimes you'll have somebody will do it anyway, and, and that creates issues. So you want to both be on board yeah. yeah, and get excited about it. Um, and information, you know, show the information. Don't just talk, show, because that goes a long way rather than just saying, you know, well, it does this, that, and the other thing, uh, especially when you have somebody who has seen um, some of the landlording issues that, <laughs> that you come upon because there could be definite fears about that. Um, I, too, have had similar situations as you have. Um, I, I've been approached at supermarkets um, <laughs> and, and everything else. So I understand how that is. And one of the great things about investing this way is you don't have those issues. So definitely
0: um, yeah, so you know one thing that jumped out at me that you just said there was uh, listening to your your spouse instead of just talking over them um, because your spouse has their own unique objections or concerns uh, about real estate investments. And you know, in many cases, those are are justified. and even if their concerns are unfounded, uh, you still need to know what those concerns are so that you can address them. Uh, in a systematic and and respectable way.
1: Absolutely. And the other thing is, is we all come from different backgrounds. My background, my father was a real estate investor. So I I was used to it. I was used to the issues that come along with it and the good points that come along with it. So you you may have somebody who has no clue um, or somebody whose parents were like, you know, very negative when it came to it. So you really have to, understand that and instead of negating it kind of be like okay okay i get that i get that but and and kind of that way that approach
0: yeah so you know my my experience has been that most people who are uh, skeptical or uh, reluctant to invest in real estate uh, it's because they perceive it as being higher risk than other types of investments that is in many case not true so I'll give you one quick example here. There was a study done, a very comprehensive study, over 16 wealthy countries over the last 145 years, and they looked at how different asset classes performed, and they found that across these 16 countries, of which the U.S. was one, by the way, but in, and most of the rest were in, in Europe and, and Canada and, and so forth, they found that rental properties actually Per, not only per, re, performed better than stocks return-wise, uh, although it was similar, it was around 7% total returns, uh, but they were much less risky than stocks, uh, at least by the measure of volatility, which is the, the main measure of risk, right? So, and we'll actually, we'll, we'll link to this uh, this study as well. Um, but they found that you actually can get those high returns, but with half of the volatility, you know, half of the risk uh, as you get with, with stocks. And of course, bonds were way, way lower returns, but had similar volatility as, as real estate as income real estate. But you know, the prices on real estate only tell half the story. So there is, there is some volatility in real estate prices. It's way less than stocks, of course, because real estate is not very liquid, but, If you look at historical recessions, home prices do sometimes dip by 5%, 10%. We've seen a housing market correction this year, actually, in in some markets, it's still actually a minority of markets, but but that has has been happening in some markets. But what doesn't fall during recessions are rents. So even when home prices dip 5%, 10% in a recession, rents do not. And there are a couple of reasons. I've actually
1: for that. seen in my area that they go up.
0: Yeah, because people who were homeowners sometimes lose their homes to foreclosure if they've lost their job potentially, or so they they go from being homeowners to renters, right? Driving up demand for rental housing, or you also have a lot of people, you know, would be homebuyers, would be first time homebuyers, who w- otherwise would have bought. A home, but because a recession hit, they didn't feel comfortable doing so. So they continued renting when they otherwise would have left the rental market.
1: Right.
0: So all of that buoys, uh, demand for rental housing, which keeps rents, uh, either consistent or rising during recessions. So, you know, in many ways, rental properties are a recession resilient investment. And you know, what, what, Always drops during recessions and leading up to recessions are stock markets. <laughs> so, uh, you know, once again, real estate offers uh, in many ways a, a lower risk alternative to the stock market, uh, way less volatile. Absolutely. Rents do not fall. And if you invest in commercial uh, real estate and in particular apartment complexes, you spread that risk of rent default out over hundreds of units, as opposed to owning like one single family mm-hmm. rental property where, where you know,
1: you... one eviction or one late rent can,
0: oh yeah, can, can totally throw off your returns for that entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, if you have a, if you own a stake in an apartment complex that has 200 units, then, you know, yeah, at, at any given moment, you might have a couple turnovers, but it's all just numbers on a page at that point. Right. right? It's just you just have a, a certain uh, vacancy rate at any given moment, which might fluctuate and they a little bit. That. But, I mean, yeah.
1: apartment communities. I used to manage large apartment communities, and that's just part of the you know bottom line. They added it exactly.
0: In. Yeah, that vacancy rate is accounted for uh, in those those returns when when you invest in an apartment complex. So. By diversifying both away from stocks and into real estate, so that adds a whole other asset class to just spread your risk over different types of investments. Uh, and that so that reduces your risk right there. And you can of course diversify within your real estate investments as well. And that's a lot easier to do when you invest in real estate syndications, at least if you're investing as part of an investment club, like, like we do. Uh, where people can invest with a few thousand dollars instead of the typical 50 or a hundred thousand dollars that you need for either buying a rental property or um, investing in a real estate syndication.
1: And it really speaks to both of the fears of getting involved. One is... The dealing with the tenants and and all those problems and dealing with, you know, what happens if you have an eviction or or whatnot, you know, now you're at a loss. So it kind of speaks to both of those.
0: Yeah. And when you invest passively in real estate syndications, a lot of the normal risks that landlords face don't apply at all. So you you actually dodge all of those sorts of risks. And I'll give you some examples here. One is legal liability, right? I mean, people... Sometimes sue landlords that that is legal really? liability is a risk, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah you, you know, all too well, as do I. I've, I've been sued several times as a landlord, uh, so yeah, I mean, that that is a risk that you take on as a landlord is legal liability the risk of being sued. You don't have that, li- that liability or that risk when you invest, uh, as a limited partner in a real right. estate syndication. Uh, that's that's written right into the the agreement you sign with the sponsor with the syndicator uh, is that you have no legal liability. You also don't have loan liability. You are not signing as a guarantor on on any debts or financing, uh, which again is not the case as a landlord, right? right. Most landlords go out and they they buy uh, they buy a rental property and they take out a mortgage for 70, 80% of the purchase price. And they're all and then the you need
1: the down payment. So now you're looking at a way bigger investment.
0: Cash. right so so you you put down a certain amount of cash and and that cash is of course uh, on the table uh, and being risked in the investment. but right. you also sign on the dotted line as a personal guarantor for the the entire loan too. so all of that is part of your your liability. When you invest in a syndication, you're only investing the the cash in there. there's no loan liability there's no personal guaranteeing of any loans uh, and like we talked about before, there's also no risk of phone calls, you know headaches as a landlord. There's no risk of emergencies, you know, the the roof collapsing while you're on vacation, and you're trying to figure out, uh, trying to line up contractors to go take a look. You don't have any of those headaches or no one knocking
1: on your door while you're uh, watching a movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You also don't have the headaches and the risks of uh, filing for evictions or chasing down delinquent tenants, court appearances to to get rid of a bad tenant. Um, You don't have any of those judges,
1: which is its own headache.
0: Yeah. You don't have tax complications or the risk of incorrect reporting to the IRS because you just get a K-1 at the end of the year. So a lot of the normal risks of investing in rental properties don't apply whatsoever when you're investing in real estate syndications. It's completely passive and you avoid all those risks, but you still get all of the benefits of investing in real estate, the diversification, the high returns, the tax breaks, all that stuff. So I'm guessing that your spouse is probably not very familiar with real estate syndications and how they work. So it's it becomes an issue of just helping them learn about them. And the more they learn about them, the more uh, open they will probably be to them, understanding you know, that obviously no investment is without risk, um, but these risks are actually pretty manageable compared to either normal rental properties or to the stock market
1: which is and again you want to let them know all about this and that there is less of a risk when you're doing um, these type of syndication deals over you know what they think in their mind which is buying a duplex or a single family home and renting it out Um, I think that once this is discussed Because a lot of people don't realize this is even an option. So once it's discussed, you know, it's kind of mind-blowing, to be honest with you. I mean.
0: Oh, yeah. The concept of like infinite returns. Mm -hmm. Your spouse probably is not familiar with infinite returns. (laughs) I mean, with the idea that you get your initial investment back uh, after a certain period of time, but you still retain your ownership. So at that point, there is zero risk for you because you've already gotten your money back. From there, it's just collecting passive income. Uh, without any of your own money tied up in the deal, so and we'll we'll link to an explanation of infinite returns uh, as well. But you know, wh- one final note before we wrap up about recessions and and the risks of different types of investments. When you invest in real estate syndications, you can also invest in even more recession-proof types of real estate than even apartment complexes. Oh, For example, right. you can invest yes. in self-storage facilities that are like the definition of recession proof because what happens during recessions, people downsize. And when people downsize, they don't have enough room for all their stuff. So what do they do? They run a stuff storage unit. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you can, you can, Invest in these sorts of recession-proof investments, or I guess something. Oh my goodness! You... There's
1: so many mobile home parks and
0: yeah, the definition of affordable housing. Yeah,
1: vineyards. So if you vineyards. and your spouse are into wine, that's a good sell right there.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, most spouses who are uh, reluctant or skeptical about investing in real estate probably don't understand the risks. Of uh, at least of real estate syndications versus the risks of either the stock market or the risks associated with individual rental properties. So you know, invite them to join a, a club meeting in our real estate investing club. Um, you know, take take our free class on how real estate syndications work. Um, you know, expose them to how it works, and the more that they learn, the more they will. Uh, at least be able to turn you down from a place of knowledge, right? Right. <laughs> uh, you know, at least they'll be able to refute your arguments, um, <laughs> you know, speaking from a place of, of experience or not experience, but knowledge. It also uh, but,
1: provides a thing for you to do together. And that can, you know, in today's busy world, anything you can do together and spend time together, even if it's planning for the future is is good.
0: Absolutely. Denny, any other thoughts you want to share about approaching this subject of uh, real estate investing with your spouse?
1: No, I think we covered it all. I think that, you know, you need to understand that this way is definitely less risk. There is risk, but it's less. And be together, open communication, and open hearing. We're all so quick to talk, but we don't (laughs) listen.
0: It's very true. And, you know, acknowledge the risks that do exist, you know, so for example, real estate syndications are not liquid, right? Uh, So you are tying your money up for years on end, uh, you know, between two and six years usually. Uh, So, you know, that is, I don't know if it's a a risk per se, but it it is a a downside to real estate syndication investing. The minimum investment, even when you invest in a club like ours, you know, so where it's $5,000 per deal, that's still not trivial, right? So, you know, that it, That is a, a a downside to acknowledge. So, you know, downs, acknowledge the downsides, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as you have this conversation, which, you know, comes back to Denny's original point of transparency when you talk right. about these things. So
1: The good, the bad, and the better.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Left out go. the ugly. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> well, on, on that note, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we will catch you next week. And in the meantime, stay in touch. Support us Absolutely. at and, and send geez- us
1: things you want to talk about.
0: Exactly. And if you enjoy these these quick podcast episodes that we do, you know, please give us a a, a nice friendly rating on your uh, on your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a good one, guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Did you know we offer a free 8 video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information.